0: I have to look at what actually is This podcast episode Shit Documents let's see here Okay it is 83
1: Jesus 83 episodes
0: Wow Yeah holy shit Who listens to this
1: I don't think anybody to be honest with
0: you <laughs> I think you're right Yeah <laughs> Doesn't it say on the thing who, like, how many, like, lessons do we get? Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird, though, because I don't know how accurate it is across different platforms. Oh. Like, directly off of SoundCloud, six people in the last 24 hours played something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's something, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess. And, uh, Kurt Bonham likes our Invisible Man episode, so thanks, Kurt. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just clicked his profile. By SoundCloud followers. Soundviral.com. Oh, no. (laughs) We got liked by a spam guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Wow. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. So this is what we're reduced to. That's, I mean... (laughs) Spam bot Yeah. If they're
1: listening to it, then
0: hey, somebody's listening. So, is this the episode where we decide to pay off um, Kurt, whatever his name was, and get those extra listeners?
1: Fuck no. Well, we can. Depending on how much.
2: I'll give him ten p. I don't
1: He's know if pro-
0: that's going to cover it.
1: He's probably got corona anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we don't want those Corona listeners.
1: I mean, if you're,
0: everyone if you're is sick, right turn now. Turn off the podcast. Oh no!
1: Now <laughs> no one's going to listen to us. Yeah, nice one, Ryan.
0: <laughs> oh shit! Well, you don't want to spread it. <clears throat> Sorry. Ugh. What
1: the? Was that you? Yeah. That sounded like a completely different person. I
2: was fake coughing. Oh.
0: Oh, good. Mike was about to call 911, or whatever it is in the UK.
2: What is the emergency number in over there? 999. What? For the non-emergency, it's 111.
0: What's that? Just information?
2: No, you get non... You basically call them up with a non-emergency, saying I've severed my thumb, and it needs attention, and then they point you in the right direction. Instead of just, but like, going to the hospital?
0: Yeah. That's not an emergency?
2: Oh, I don't know. It depends. <laughs> My friend has just healed over, and he appears to have, have a saw blade in his chest, and I don't know how it got there. You know. Man, that's a way to go, dude. I would
1: love to go that way. Like, do you say sword blade or saw blade? Actually, it doesn't matter.
2: No, but a blade in the chest, it's going to sting. Ooh, that would be great. Painful, though. <laughs> Honestly, like it's like, how did
1: Mike die? A Fucking, you know, a saw blade went through his chest cavity. It's badass. Not like, oh, you know, I was coughing a little bit and I had a quarantine in my house and I ran out of food
0: and I slipped and fell down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah,
2: in the basement, landing on a sword blade that just happened to be sticking out at the <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Right>. Complete circle. <laughs>
2: yeah, total. Total fluke. Absolute fluke. Sounded
0: lame, but ended up awesome in the end. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: good so, God. That was juicy. So Val is actually sleeping behind me. So if you hear any farts,
0: <laughs>
1: they're all coming from her.
2: Had a fucking wake
1: up. <laughs> She fell asleep as I was watching my Hammer movie.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, it's great, but she fell asleep. I was that up.
0: Does it again? I know.
1: She fucking ruins everything. Oh, it's her fault. I don't know. She mumbled something. Oh shit, she's moved. Oh oh oh! Hey hey! not see you there.
0: Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Just tell her you were talking about a different Val. Talking about a different Val,
1: Brian said.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Val Kilmer. Yeah,
1: Val Kilmer.
0: Yeah. B- Batman 3. I, crap. Oh my god, I, I just watched this documentary on um, what the fuck, the island of Dr. Moreau about the director, Richard Stanley. Okay. And and how fucking insane Val Kilmer is, and all the insane shit that was happening while they were making the movie, because the director got pulled off the movie and replaced by some other guy, like, three quarters of the way through. Hmm. Um, fascinating documentary. So good.
1: Val's obsessed with the little guy in there. What's his name? Tattoo? Uh,
0: no, that was in Fantasy Island.
1: Oh, that's Fantasy Island.
0: There is a little guy in there, though, yeah. What's his name? I don't know. Little... <laughs> What's his face? Oh, him. Little Moreau. I have no idea. Little Doctor, like in South yeah, Park. <laughs> well, that's where the South Park got it It was from this, that movie.
1: What are they? What was the little? I thought he had a name in South Park. And this
0: little, <laughs> they just stare at him. He's like staring back.
2: <laughs> I've made a baboon with four asses. Oh, little Mephisto, and uh, yeah, you- Doctor Mephisto. Yeah, that's it. Um, but what's, didn't
1: he have his, his little guy in name too, I thought? Yeah. His clone. his <laughs>
2: clone. <Yes. laughs> really bad. Why does, ev- ev-
0: <laughs> why does everything have four asses?
2: <laughs>
1: oh, I wish I had four asses.
0: Oh my god, just think of how many farts that would be.
1: Oh man, I would blow up. I'd explode. That much air coming out of me at once, dude? It would propel you. It would propel me. But which direction? If I had four asses, would they all be on the same side of my body? Or they'd be. Yeah, yeah, you'd
0: probably, you'd you know. probably have to aim them, I imagine.
1: That's a lot more muscle mass, too, if you think about it.
2: That's a whole new definition to the term fat ass. Yeah.
1: I would have like a gluteus maximus, gluteus <laughs> minimus.
0: <laughs> They're all different sizes. Yeah. I mean, they can't all be the
1: same size. It's silly. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Well, that would also allow you to fart in different tones.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. The, people could make, like, music, like legit music, if they had four asses. Yeah. Different you know, tones. You know, might finally become popular. One could be, a, like, a bass. One could be, like, a little higher of a pitch.
0: mm <laughs> So this is what quarantine brings us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a fucking bullshit. Alright, let's get started because I've got some taquitos with my name on it. Ooh. And they have not been eaten yet.
1: Taquito.
0: Oh yeah. Stock up.
1: <clears throat> Stay safe. I just went to the grocery store last night and uh, I bought jelly beans. <laughs> cheese balls Two cans of cheese balls uh, A four pack of lemon poppy seed muffins That I ate last night I bought two energy drinks And I thought I add something else last night too
0: Well at least i are not out of the essentials
1: Yeah I know Except toilet paper but
0: Oh I've got plenty of that
1: in retrospect, I may need a lot of, more of that after what I bought last night.
0: And the four asses.
1: And the, you see it all comes back. <laughs>
0: That's a lot of wiping.
2: <laughs> it's like yeah, half the day. You know what you need to get? You need to get one of those uh, loofers on a stick. Oh God! <laughs> my
1: buddy's got a bidet. He swears by it. Yeah, my friend's just
0: installed one.
1: And they're pretty cheap too.
0: Uh, I feel like that having a sopping wet ass doesn't alleviate me from having to use toilet paper.
1: So, funny story. Val and I went to Florida a few years back to visit her grandparents. And they had a bidet. And I've never used a bidet before. And I was kind of nervous. You know, I've never yeah. had water sprayed into my ass besides, like, the droplets that fling up when you need to take a dump. And, yeah. you know, they, like, hit a little lever on the side. So I tested it when I was off the toilet. And it just shot right up against the wall. And <laughs> it scared the hell out of me. And I like it took a couple tries for it to, you know, go in there. But, yeah, it left me with a wet, wet butt. So. It left you with a wet ring? <laughs> a wet bum. <laughs> so then what would you do? I, just, I don't know. I forgot after that, but I had a wet ass. I, don't, I think I still use toilet paper to kind of dry it up. I don't know if you're supposed to use a towel or... <laughs> Or like toilet paper, because if you use toilet paper, what's the point? Right. Unless you just use less toilet paper. I still think you use a towel. Because at that point, it's clean. You're not getting... <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, but is it, you're not like <laughs> soaping that thing up. How clean is that? You're going back and using the towel? Is it like the hand towel?
1: <laughs> There's got to be a dedicated bidet towel.
0: The ass towel. Ass towel. <laughs> yeah.
1: So...
2: That's the st- got that's it. that's. What
0: we got. We'll look into this. We'll do some research.
2: This has to be at the top of the episode. It really does.
0: <laughs> this is the whole episode, Shane.
1: All right. Go well, this see. was fun, but I'm I'm out of here. I talked about ass stuff, and I'm done.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a <laughs> kick <in> that <laughs> needs All right.
0: Well, let's get the actual episode started <laughs> so that we can. <laughs> I swear to God, we're getting worse as time goes on.
1: This is why only bots listen to us. No one wants to...
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're really... We're a big hit in the bot community. Welcome to All You Need Is blood. UHM4 Podcast with your hosts Ryan, Shane, and Mike. Oh God! I hope the machines take over.
2: <laughs> All right. It will.
0: <laughs> Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, episode number eighty-three. Um, we like to. Uh, get together and talk about butt stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes horror movies. Maybe we record a podcast every now and then. Um, I'm your host, Ryan and Joining me are my two co-hosts, Mike Whittemore and Shane Smith. Fellas, how's everything holding together in this dire crisis that we're in?
2: Awful. Barely.
0: Barely holding together?
2: Yeah. England's got into... England has gone into a like to shut down, um, but people are ignoring all of the warnings, so it looks like that we might be going into a full lockdown. And because our Prime Minister is such a fucking retard, and I'm quite happy to say that, despite all the shit he's been doing in the last week, you know, he has got it together, finally. Um, Had we been put into quarantine two weeks ago, It wouldn't have been so bad. But all the panic buyers have basically flogged or they've bought everything that you could possibly get. And in the last week alone, there has been over 700 tons worth of wasted food.
0: Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. So basically, they've panic bought everything. They've not eaten everything. And they've all, it's all gone to waste. So there's so many people that have gone without, and are, it, it's the same everywhere, but there are so many people that have gone without because of all these panic buyers. It's getting to the stage where we are now being rationed, pretty much. Jesus. Yeah. Because you go into a supermarket these days and say you want to buy two trays of eggs. You're allowed to buy two trays of eggs and nothing else. You want to buy milk, you can buy two cartons of milk at the minimum. Yeah.
1: They're doing that here too. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, like you go to one of my grocery stores, Mariano's and it's like, if you're going to get toilet paper, it's like, I think it said bread and toilet paper is like reduced to like one or two per person.
2: Yeah. I mean, I try to, I usually get my groceries. delivered. I usually get them delivered to my door and I try to get a delivery on Friday morning. I had a slot for Saturday afternoon and you know, I thought, nice one. That's fantastic. And I went back, um, to go and pay for the delivery. And basically yeah. the market I buy my myself from canceled my order, told me I got an email telling me that I wasn't listed as vulnerable. So they canceled my order, told me I could try again in five weeks time. To, oh my God. Good Lord delivery, and then if I wanted to click and collect my order, I had a four-week wait. Jesus. Yeah. Um, because obviously in the UK, that all the elderly people, or pensioners, they're taking those as priority. All those immuno, um, compromised they are making those the top priority, and it's... It's fucking scary times. It really is, because you don't know who's got it from one day to the next.
0: Yeah, getting food, that's crazy.
2: Yeah. And it's like, you, we've, they've now instigated you have to stand two metres apart from people. Yep. Um, or, as I posted the other day, two Glenn Danzig's apart. Um, <laughs> <it's just> <laughs> <laughs> um, so you have to, yeah, you've got to stand. Just over six feet apart from each other, um, at all times. Um, Supermarkets—you have to stand two feet, uh, you know, six feet behind each other.
1: Yeah, they're doing that. in our... Uh, they're putting like tape down? I know. Oh, um, yeah, that's yeah.
0: A, yep. and and you got like, that in my uh, where I work too. We put that down. Really? I can't. Yeah, like waiting for the time clock. We've got six foot sections going back.
2: Jesus, yeah, and there's. There have already been cases because they're basically making people only leave their homes um when absolutely necessary. So, like people going to work who are obviously people who have to go to work during this time because they're considered essential. So you've got the people that are going to work. If you're if you're going to get, say, your your groceries or medication from the pharmacy. Um, only one person out of the entire family is allowed out at one time. Hmm. Um, if you're driving, you're only allowed to have one person in the car with you. For,
1: oh, wow, I didn't hear that one
2: before. Oh, no, you won't. No, sorry, there's only allowed one person in the car. If you've got more than two people in the car, you'll get stopped. Um, we've already had one case of the police actually stopping and arresting somebody and charging them for it for unnecessary travelling.
1: Yeah. They just started doing, handing out citations in Chicago. Yeah. And I guess it's, um, I don't know how much it is, but if you're not working, you're going to get it like cited. I, and yeah, it's well, been I, at least in my experience, it's not been enforced whatsoever.
2: <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I mean, in Europe, they're, char- they're basically citing people and they're charging, they're fining them 600 euros, Damn. which works out to be just over 500 pounds. <clears throat> um, and then you've got, uh I mean, there were kids who've been arrested. I had to call the police on a group of kids the other day because they were walking up to people's letterboxes and purposefully coughing into the letterboxes. What so, the fuck? Yeah, so they all these kids think that it's a fucking joke.
1: They're not taking that shit lightly. No. Because yeah. like, I think there was, I read a story of a woman who was coughing on a bunch of fruit at a grocery store, oh. and I think they charged her with like, three or four thousand dollars in damages another kid uh video records himself licking on a whole bunch of like soap at walmart and he got a- he got arrested because you know he recorded himself So his names uh on there he got arrested and charged with like light terrorism
2: yeah Hashtag licking soap.
1: seriously it's just like i don't get what these people are doing maybe it's just the old man coming out of me but like it's not it's so stupid. The
2: thing is, I mean, people are doing this. I think it's a joke. It's not a fucking joke because there are people... Obviously, people have died, you know, and I've actually... I know a couple of people who have it. You know, obviously, I don't live near them, but they are constantly keeping in touch with me to let me know how their progress is. But, I mean, you know, it was one of my friends, you know, because we're, it's actually pretty much convinced... That this coronavirus has been doing the rounds since before Christmas. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, people have been coming down with symptoms very, very similar to it since before Christmas. Yeah, so, my brother—he,
1: my brother had like a really bad case of something, and he's—he legit thought he had it. I haven't seen him since like yeah. Thanksgiving, but apparently he was like bedridden. He had a horrible flu, and his lungs were like. You know, on fire. Whether or not it was coronavirus, I don't know, but
0: yeah, it sounds similar. Yeah,
1: you know, so same problems. Yeah, he's true. got three kids, so and his wife's yeah. a nurse, <laughs> so I mean, sure. that's a good
2: possibility. I mean, not being funny, Mike. I mean, he's lucked out there with his wife being a nurse, and because there's a lot of people that are desperate for medical help and they're not getting it. Um, I mean, I'm socially isolating myself. And, you know, I'm keeping myself indoors, only going out when I desperately need to. And I've worked out, I've been out twice in the last week.
1: Damn. You know, I, I mean, see, I wish that was the case for me because to, what was it, yesterday? Yesterday was the first day of my layoff. And they're temporarily laying me off for like supposedly nine weeks. But until then, I had to take the train every day to work. It takes yeah, oh. the CTA, the Chicago transit. And it's just like I've taken the train and there's people on there with masks, but no gloves, which is hysterical to me. And it's just, you know, people are just, you know, out and about. I had to go to work, you know, because working in a hotel is apparently an essential business, which beats yeah. me because we had, oh, we had three people in our hotel out of a room of 600. Whew. So I don't know why they were there, but like, you know, it was, it got so bad at work. They laid off, uh, four people at my job and, uh, at my last week, there it was just running water in the pipes going from room to room. <laughs> so there was, I guess it's like a law or something, but yeah, dude, it's,
0: oh yeah. So you don't have standing water going the whole time. Right. And it's,
1: it, there's nothing, nothing going on. And I guess three hotels downtown here were that shut down completely so i'm hoping this doesn't last you know as long as they're saying but uh, it's it's a shitty time
2: it's a scary time for everybody because it's the not knowing that's what it is and it's just freaking everybody out and everybody is you know everyone is freaking out there are some people who are taking it on the chin they'll be like right you know it's it's like Army veterans, they're like, right, we survived this, we survived this, fucking Corona. Yeah, it might take us down for a few days, but we can survive this. You know, and I think it's like the whole British stiff upper lip thing, what we keep going on about. Yeah, this has knocked us back a little bit and there's been a few people that have died, but it's basically affecting, obviously it's affecting the elderly who are more immuno, um, compromised and it's like people with ongoing illnesses you know underlying health issues and stuff like that and there's people like me I have to stay in for 12 weeks because I'm overweight and no matter what I do I can go out and I can get an hour of exercise every single day and I use that time I would use that time to go and do my groceries go and pick up medication kill two birds with one stone Come home. I saw
1: it myself. Yeah, I'm going to try to start running tomorrow. I, I live right across the street from a high school. And they haven't been there. It's not like martial law out here yet. But I'm just like waiting to get like stopped. Because like I need to. I can't just sit in here for the next <laughs> eight weeks, nine no. weeks. Okay. And I got to like do something. So I'm going to run and try to lose some titty while doing all this, <laughs> you know.
2: See I, nice. I think the thing is, I mean, if I get stopped by the police or anyone and they ask me what I'm doing at a certain time, I have to explain to them about my anxiety and the depression and how I can only go out at certain times of the day because there's less people. I mean for me, this is this is perfect. Now hardly anybody out on the streets. So I'm like, wow, this is my element. <laughs> there's no one around, you know, this is great but it's like the fact you can walk out you can look at your front door and no word of the fucking line It's kind of like looking oh, like something that like 28 days later outside, because there's no one around and it's really quite disturbing. Yep. Whoa. That's a lot of breath.
0: All right. Well, let's get some people's minds off of this bullshit that's yeah. going on throughout our planet. And let's, um, uh, Let's talk some other good shit maybe we've been getting into recently. Mike, have you been doing anything other than hiding from Corona? (laughs) It's
1: not thing I can do at the moment, but um, I started started and finished Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. And that was phenomenal.
0: Right? How good was that?
1: That was fantastic. I completed 100% of the map. I got, you know, the good ending. I... I, because I never really played outside of Castle Super Castlevania Four, I never really played a Castlevania game. So, like, oh, I, I immediately went and killed uh, Jable and yeah, right. Gebel, and I, it was just like game over. I'm like, what?
0: I, I did that. To, I <laughs> I did the same thing the first time. I'm like, oh, "Okay. Like I I I knew there was a boss there, and I'm like, all right, well, let me go do something else first, and then I came back. I'm like, all right, I'll beat this boss, and then I'll go to the next section." Yeah. And I beat it, and it's like game over, and you're like, oh, fuck, I was supposed to do something else."
1: Yeah, like 40% of my map was like discovered. I'm like, "Wait a second. There's something else here." But yeah, I, um I got man, my ba- I'm trying throughout this whole corona thing, I'm going to try to work on my backlog of games. So, I just finished Bloodstained. I woke up at like three or four in the morning the other day, and Val was like, Hey, you should play What Remains of Edith Finch. And I'm like, Okay. And it's only like a three hour game. It's not even like, it's kind of like a walking simulator, but the story is amazing. If you could like play it, I would highly recommend it because the story is phenomenal. Um, What's it on? I think it's on everything. And, uh, it's, you're basically, uh, a girl returning back to a house and you go into the rooms of various family members that aren't there anymore. And it's not a horror game or anything. It's just like a, a really solid story. And you find out what happened to this, this family. And apparently the family all thought they were cursed and it's, it's really neat. So I, I zoom through that. Ooh. And, um, n- Val. Yeah. (laughs) 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 And uh, I zoomed through that. And then now I'm playing Catherine full body on PS4. It's the remaster to an old puzzle game by Atlas, who's done like persona and all those like RPGs, but it's like a puzzle game. And it's also gotten a fantastic story as well. I'm trying to play something on each console. So I did my Xbox now I'm on PS4. Now I'm gonna, then I'm gonna f- try to find a game on Switch. I have a personal vendetta against Switch at the moment, but, and then uh, I'm gonna go back to Xbox and play that Doom Eternal. Ooh. Yeah. There's been, it's kind of shitty. It's kind of a weird time for music too, because like this one band I pre-ordered an album from. It was supposed to be released like this April 17th or the 20th or whatever, and I ju- it just got delivered yesterday, <laughs> and then there's. On the other side of the spectrum, Bree just delayed their album because of coronavirus, and that's like that doesn't make mm. sense because people are at home and they want to listen to music and like try to escape all that. But whatever. Is
0: it because they can't get into a studio or something?
1: It's done. The album is supposed to be released like soon.
0: Or maybe because I mean they always tour, so.
1: Well, all those all those tours watching. are. Cancelled completely. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. uh, That's what I'm guessing. We're not going to put our music out till we can tour. Maybe I don't know. I don't know.
1: It's kind of frustrating. Other than that, yeah, I've been, you know, I'm just I my class that I had to go to Chicago for every Wednesday is now online. So I have one class per week that I just sit in front of the computer for a couple hours. So other than that, yeah, I'm not not really doing too much of anything. So we just hope to get back to work because. Me not working fucking sucks. Yep. It's the worst. So that's it for me.
0: How about you, Shane? You be doing anything not Corona-related? Um, I,
2: well, I've been, I haven't really been watching much of the white movies, but I've been reading um, short horror. I picked up a book. Um,
0: Oh, my God. Yeah,
2: but it wasn't horror-related. It was the biography of Wayne Hussey from Mission, um, which was quite entertaining. Friday, you talk about music being released. Friday, Nine H Nails dropped two new albums um, on Friday that were free to everyone. Basically, they released them for free via their website. Um, Ghosts 5... um, together and ghosts six locusts um one is an eight track well they're both instrumental albums because obviously they do a lot of school uh trent lesnar does a lot of school work now. so um the first album is eight tracks very atmospheric very chill out and relaxing instrumental like vibes and it's amazing um the second disc locusts not so relaxing, not so chilled out, and quite unsettling in places. Um, both are amazing, so that's really good. Um, so I got both of those. Um, I've just pre-ordered, well, no, not pre-ordered. I treated myself and bought the, um, holy shit, <laughs> it's the 30th anniversary edition of Pretty Hate Machine by Nine Inch Nails on double vinyl. Um, which is cool. Um, a friend of mine gifted me some Pennywise socks. They picked up from Walmart of all places. <laughs> so i got five pairs of socks of, um, Tim Curry's Pennywise. I hasten to add nice. it. So I've got five pairs of socks, all varying colors or varying designs. So that was pretty cool. Um, what else has been going on? Not much else, actually. Just been keeping myself quiet, keeping myself out of the way of people. And staying indoors, because there's not much I can do.
0: So yeah, yeah, that's about it. Well, myself, um, let's see. I mean, I've been working through this whole thing, so it, it, nothing has really changed that much. Uh, because I am an essential employee, as it is pretty much most of the state of Connecticut, apparently, because everybody's working except for, like, uh, all my friends that are teachers and stuff. But, like, everyone else is still going to work. It's weird. Hmm. Um, but um, but let's see what I've been getting into. Uh, I, I watched most of Castlevania Season 3, and I – so I didn't finish it. I, probably, think I have, probably have an episode or two left to get through, and it's not as good as one and two were – Uh, but it's still enjoyable. Uh, I picked up uh, Borderlands 3, finally came out on Steam. So I've been mostly playing that recently. Um, Went back and restarted with a different character because I didn't really like the way my character was going. And I also got Doom Eternal. I only played a couple hours of that, maybe like an hour or two of the first two levels. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, Mike... I thought I was going to have a heart attack playing that game. Like, even just the first two levels, it's intense. It's so intense. (laughs) That's good. I'm, like, sweating, and I'm sitting at the keyboard like, oh, my God.
1: A lot of people's complaint is that there's too many, like, upgrades and too many things to do, and I I don't see that being a downside.
0: Uh, There's, like, so much going on in a battle. Like, you have to keep track of, you know, not just your ammo or whatever guns you're using, but, like... If your grenades are there, or they're charged, or if you have enough chainsaws to use, and your flamethrower, and if your blood punch is built up, like, there's a whole bunch of shit that you have to, like, you, you have to use all of it, Damn. And, you know, when you're playing the game. It's what crazy. difficulty
1: are you playing it on? Oh, um,
0: not, not the Nightmare. Okay. What's below that?
1: It was like, what normal?
0: Ultraviolence? I don't know.
1: See, That's I don't know, like... like because my anxiety shoots up a lot. It shot up a lot oh during the last game. I don't know. Like, I don't know if this is going to be worse. So I don't know if I'm just going to like really puss out and just go on like the very yep. first difficulty or not.
0: <laughs> it's but plain and easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it's intense. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to get, getting back to it. But uh, if I was going to try to play like Borderlands three, like Borderlands three is so relaxing compared to doom. It's yeah. like a nice little stroll in the park. And you're like, Oh, a guy pops up. Well, let me sit here and take out my sniper rifle and zoom in and get right on his head. And doom. You're just like, throw it as many bullets in this general <laughs> direction as I can. I'm like, <laughs> uh, no, that's good. Um, let's see. What else did I do recently? Oh, I finished, uh, the Netflix show Tiger King? Yeah, Val's night? been trying to get
1: me to watch that.
0: Oh my god, you've never seen a bigger collection of more despicable <laughs> people. It's fascinating. Like, you're watching it and you go, Okay, well, obviously, it's not going to get any more ridiculous than this is. And it gets a million times more ridiculous. You're like, no, that didn't happen. No, this w- there wasn't an arson. No, there isn't a murder plot. No, there's not this. You're like, what the f- fuck it's crazy it's absolutely crazy what what's going on but yeah so that's very entertaining uh, i recommend anybody go check that out you know mm-hmm. especially if you like watching white trash people do insane things
1: of course i mean who doesn't
0: let's let's put it this way on this entire pe- and this everyone that's in there the one character that was probably the least despicable was a guy that went to prison for being a drug dealer and a murderer Um, but he was like the nicest guy, (laughs) like the the most reasonable person. Um, so yeah, it was nuts, but yeah, that's, what's been going on. Um, I don't know, boys, let's get into some horror topics maybe. Sure. Uh, do we want to, do we want to do trailers first or what?
1: I didn't watch any. I forgot. I completely (laughs) forgot just like last time.
0: Just like, just like
2: last. time. I don't know what? I give up. you fucking sacked. You're fired. Get out.
1: <laughs> yep. I've already been laid off, Shane. You can't threaten me with much more man <laughs> <of> that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Shane. Well, let's go over these quick then. <clears throat> um, so let's see. The first. I'm just going to go in the order that you sent them over here. Uh, the first one you sent was "We Summon the Darkness."
2: <laughs> yeah, this was. Um, yeah, this. I saw this. Obviously. I took a look at this and i thought okay well this this looks quite entertaining it's about a group of three chicks who are going to a rock concert in the late 80s and they meet the three budding musicians and they head off on a road trip to go to this gig and it's um they end up staying at a house for an after party in this country home and um basically Judging from the trailer and from the red write up that I've read about it, it basically states that they are, they end up fighting for their lives. Um, when the bodies begin to pile up and each of, each of the people, like the guys and the girls think the other ones are hiding the killer. So they think each of them are killing each other kind of thing. Kind of, in a sense, kind of like a, I don't know whether it be comedy, but you know, kind of like uh, Tucker and Dave. that that's her name. Well, they thought they were mm. each other. So um, you know, this seems quite interesting. It's it's the chick. I think the main chick in it is from. She was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The, be- the beginning, maybe. Oh, okay. Um, Alex, Alexandra Bagario. Her name is. So, yeah, she's in that one. Um, Johnny Knoxville is in it as a pastor.
0: Yeah, who let Johnny Knoxville become an actor? When did this happen?
2: Uh, yeah, so this this seems quite interesting. Um, and apparently it came out in December, but we've only just seen the trailer like okay. in the trailer today. So oh,
0: uh, is is this out now, Shane? Can we go watch this somewhere? Is it not like on Netflix. You
2: i imagine we can. <laughs> What's it called? We something. Yeah. Intriguing.
1: Weasel.
0: Yeah. Johnny Knoxville horror movie. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a little hesitant to say. And he's on the Florida. front cover
1: too. He's a
0: priest. Yeah. Oh
1: my God.
0: And and like when uh, in the trailer, he's like, "This heavy metal music is the devil."
2: Like, yeah, yeah. Bring it
0: so, like, so I don't know. But yeah, it, it looks like it's well done. Um,
1: yeah. it's and, got a six point one on IMDb.
0: All right, that's probably better than some of the other ones we're going to be going over.
1: But the plot's unknown.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it looks okay. Uh, I'd probably check it out. Um, The next one is 1BR, the number one BR, um, standing for one bedroom, I assume. And it's about a uh, looks like it's about a woman who moves into this apartment complex and um, she meets all her neighbors and everybody looks nice. But then something sinister starts to happen. And, you know, it's some obviously weird situation where her apartment gets broken into and she's breaking the rules she has a cat she's not supposed to have a cat
2: and um
0: oh yeah big time so it it looks like it's a psychological thriller type thing and there might be some some nuttiness that happens it looks kind of artsy but it also looks inexpensive like cheap looking
2: yeah. so I'm trying to think if I've seen the the girl um in something, because so for a minute I thought she was in Split. I thought it was the girl from Split.
0: <clears> Anya Taylor Joy?
2: Yeah, I thought it was her, but obviously it's not. No. Um, but Ni- Naomi Grossman is in it, and she's more well known for being in American Horror Story. Okay. Yeah, so. Uh, that looks. It um, looks fairly interesting.
0: Yeah, it looks alright. Yeah. Um I don't know. I I'll wait till I see some reviews on that one. I I'm not gonna run out and try to get it. Yeah. Uh but- next up was inheritance. And what's this one about, Shane?
2: Well basically is uh based around the story of a girl whose patriarch, her father, dies suddenly and um he leaves his wife and daughter with like all this all this stuff. And he leaves it to the daughter to discover this shocking secret, whatever the secret is. And um, it looks like it's, I guess this is more of a thriller, like a really dark thriller. But it's, um, from the trailer, it looks like like this guy has done so many bad things that he's been trying to keep secret. Um, And the daughter is about to find out what it all is. And it looks potentially like it could destroy the lives of everybody they know, especially them. Mm. So it's it looks like it could be interesting. It's due out in May, so it could be worth a watch. Simon Pegg is in it.
0: Yeah, and how much of his American accent do we have to sit through? Hopefully, not a lot. <laughs> Even just in this trailer, like you could tell, he's like really trying. <laughs> to, yeah. To nail the American accent, you're like, okay, he, he was he. What did he do that in? It was um, uh, The Boys on Amazon. Uh, he was in that, and he, he was he played an American. Oh, so uh, but he. he I mean, yeah, he he wasn't a big part of it. He was like a guy's father in that movie. I think. Oh right. That TV show, whatever. But yeah, that one's uh. It looks kind of like a Silence of the Lambs vibe, like she's playing chess with this guy, Simon Pegg, and he apparently knows something she doesn't know, so... Yeah, that could be good. I I could see that being really interesting. I'd probably watch it just to see Simon Pegg do something a little more serious, you
2: know? Yeah. I mean, we all know him through his comedy and stuff, and he does a lot of comedy, but it would be nice to see him doing something that's not Mission Impossible...
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) He's not the computer guy in Mission Impossible.
2: He's actually being held prisoner in a basement somewhere Mm. with a chain around his neck.
0: And then, lastly, we Ah. have an English haunting. Yeah, Um, not to be not to be confused with an American haunting.
2: No, because it's got English
0: in the title There's a
2: clue. Yes, this one has more tea in it.
0: There was no tea in this, mic. I was so upset. The whole trailer went by and there wasn't a single PC. And I'm like, this is not very English.
2: You know, we need to do a horror movie. We need to come up with a horror movie that's quintessentially set around a tea party where people are drinking tea and people are just being off all around them. And you've got this lone couple just sitting there quietly drinking their tea, wondering what the hell is going to fuck on. As people are being sliced up and got a chainsaw to the neck you know that kind of shit, you know. Just, right, but they don't get up from their tea. No, they don't get up. They just sit there quietly.
1: I've heard of I've heard, heard of Lemon movie. Party.
0: I haven't heard of that though. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <clears throat> but yes. In, so so what's in English haunting Shane? in
2: right, the nineteen sixties, while I'm just reading the storyline here. In 1960s England, Blake Cunningham and his alcoholic mother are forced to move into a mysterious Clemente Ball house, a vast, isolated manor house, to care for his dying grandfather, who resides in the attic room. Soon ghostly goings-on fill the house with dread, as it becomes apparent grandfather's illness may have a supernatural cause that can only be cured by uncovering the terrifying secrets of the house and its dark history. So, in other words, ooh.
0: <laughs> spooky. Yeah, I was surprised the trailer was pretty, like, there there wasn't, like, any supernatural stuff shown in the trailer. No. So, <coughs> if this turns out to not be a haunting movie...
2: I'll be pissed.
0: It, yeah, I'd have to be pretty pissed off.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, that, it's got a 15 certificate in the UK, so it'll appeal, appeal to um, the team audiences. Obviously, yeah. um, and it's out on the tenth of April. Oh, that's in the USA, by the way. So, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure most of these that we talked about are all be will be released digitally. Uh, seeing as like now big time movies are being released digitally, yeah. right away. So,
2: I mean, it's I'm a bit pissed off because I want to go and see a quiet place too, and um, they cancelled the premiere. All the cinema yeah. in the UK are closed. So you're not getting to see any cinema, any movies, whatsoever, whatsoever. and it's all being released digitally. But they're charging. <laughs> Someone was telling me the other day you could go and see the new Star Wars movie, but it would cost you twenty pounds to go and see it um, at home because they're charging you as a family ticket. So you yeah, get-
0: that's that's how much. Um, I just I just looked at it because it popped I was using Amazon Prime and it popped up like, oh, watch. I don't know, whatever movie it was, Um, maybe it was Birds of Prey or something. And yeah, it was 20 bucks to rent it. You don't even own it. You just rent it.
1: See, that's I got to check that out because I have that uh, AMC A list where I could see Uh three movies per week for like 20 bucks a month. And it was kind of neat because they sent me a text saying, hey, we paused your account during this time. Since all the theaters are closed, so you, I'm not getting charged for it, which is really neat by them. And uh, but they they have like a digital like service, so I don't wow. know. They're like, hey, watch all these movies now on your phone or your computer. So I don't know if that's a a thing people would be interested in.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's like I said, there's a lot of new stuff that's already up on Amazon Prime. I'm sure other services are doing it too. But yeah, you're paying you're paying out the nose for it. Yeah. So I think there's enough garbage floating around that I don't need to watch that. I could I could watch another ten episodes of Rift Tracks, which, by the way, Mike, Rift Tracks on Amazon Prime is fucking awesome.
1: (laughs) The couple episodes I've seen of Rift Tracks are pretty good, but I don't I feel like I don't know it's not it's something's missing. (laughs) Yeah, you don't have the little little shadow
0: cutouts. (laughs) <laughs> i'll tell you i i found an episode of one it was called um was the, the name of a dinosaur planet or something <laughs> and so i put it on while i was folding laundry and i'm like oh my god this is that dinosaur movie that i used to watch with my little brother when we were kids like a million times we had this vhs so immediately i text him uh, i'm like greg you gotta check this out go on amazon prime it's called Rift tracks dinosaur planet and he goes on and he goes oh my god He's like, I know what I'm doing tonight. Once I put the kids to bed, he's like, I'm staying up till two in the morning watching this. <laughs> it was so bad. Like, I watched it. And I texted him later. I'm like, How did we watch this movie? Like, without people on it making fun of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I watched the uh, Birdemic riff tracks. That was pretty funny.
0: See, I've only seen the straight up Birdemic, and um, that that was also extremely funny. Yeah, <laughs> without any commentary on it. <sighs> So, all right, well, let's move on a little bit here. we got a little bit of sad news, boys. Uh, Stuart Gordon, one of the directing greats for uh, crappy horror movies, has passed away. Uh, He was 72, Um, probably most famous for, like, Reanimator and From Beyond. Uh, But he did a bunch of other movies out there, including Dolls, Robot Jocks, Pit and Pendulum. Pit and Pendulum. Castle Freak, and he also was the writer of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which was like my favorite thing that I looked up about him. I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> Rick Moran's is coming out of retirement to do the next one.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. What is this, like part four?
1: Nah, I, I think it was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. What's the third one?
0: No, isn't one of them Honey, I Shrunk the Kids again? Isn't that one of them?
1: Could be. Maybe Honey, I Blew Up the Kid is the third right. one.
0: It's too much. Just start off.
1: <laughs> Honey, I love the kids a good movie. What? I didn't mind. I watched it when I was little. It was like one of my... How can that it be was true? one of my dinosaur planets.
0: Oh, that was your dinosaur that planet?
1: That was my dinosaur.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I think that's a little bit worse. Like, imagine growing up and constantly watching something as, you know, like, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of a horrible movie like fucking but you've legitimately watched it you're like oh no I watch this all the time Goonies <laughs> Goonies you motherfucker
1: <laughs> so a, a co-worker of mine yelled at me because it was on our last day and he was like he was filling out a questionnaire on Facebook or something and he was like most overrated movie and he's like thinking to himself and I'm like oh that's easy it's Goonies and he's like get the fuck away from me and he got all mad
0: ah, and shit <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking to you again, <laughs> yeah. you son of a bitch. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's talk a little Stuart Gordon, fellas. Um, what would you say is your favorite Stuart Gordon movie, Mike? Uh, it's, I mean,
1: probably Reanimator. animator um, Yeah. Yeah, I like From Beyond, but over, like, repeated viewings of it, it, like, holds up less and less. But, I mean... My girlfriend's in it, so I kind of have to like it.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, Barbara Crampton, huh? That's...
1: yes,
2: yes, yes. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> How about you, Shane? I would have to say, ReAnimator, actually. Yeah, because it's just a classic. It's just it's funny. It's got a lot of humor in there, and you know, it's <laughs> it's you know just brilliant practical effects for the time. So it's, it, it, and I do find it absolutely hilarious at times, even in places I shouldn't.
0: Like when he kills the cat.
1: <laughs> when I met Jeffrey Combs, man, he like one of the best people I've ever met in my life. One of the nicest uh, I completely, guys. In the
0: completely agree. And he I've uh, the fucking
1: best. I've talked about this on here before, but man, he's just like during that scene. He was just telling me at the convention. He went into detail. He's like he i guess he thought he was like blowing my mind he's like it wasn't even a real cat he's like what well, the one we threw was fake
0: cat i'm like really <laughs> i <laughs> hope so <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even a real
1: and he was all excited he was like telling me the story and everything it was, just, it was such a cool
2: time he's such a nice guy he's probably one of those guys who, who's just sitting there I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna make fun of this and you know just like enjoy talking about it and get excited about it. this is how he did it you know yeah
0: was yeah, he's a good guy. Actually, I actually got a quote from him on Stuart Gordon. He put this on his, uh, his Twitter. Uh, he says, The film world lost a master, and many lost a dear friend. As a filmmaker, he was bold, brash, and brave. He was a true visionary. As a friend, he was kind, gentle, and encouraging. He was like a brother to me. I am flooded with golden memories of Stu. That's from uh, Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, so... Oh, I, I've heard nothing but good things about uh, Stuart Gordon. You know, he's supposed to be a really cool guy. I am also a huge fan of Reanimator. Uh, you know, Herbert West is like the best character ever written of anything. Mm-hmm. Just a c- complete asshole. I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Stuart Gordon, he's got some, some weird ones under his belt. Uh, so I just watched, again, Dagon um, last night. It had been years and years since I watched this. I I probably watched it. I won't say right when it came out, but pretty close around there, like two thousand three, two thousand four, somewhere you know around there. And I remember hating it because it had like really bad CGI, and I, I it didn't make sense what was going on in the movie. Ugh. And it still doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, uh, so even though it's titled Dagon, it's actually based more on the other Lovecraft story, uh, the Shadow of His Mouth. Um, so it, it, it's about a a man and his oh, terrible actress wife uh, are shipwrecked along with a mom and a the dad. They end up in this like Spanish island that's run by a cult, um, and the cult worships Dagon, this like ancient sea god that lives in the ocean, and the, you get all your background information from this mumbling old man who does not speak English very well, and he explains the entire plot to us, and you, you're like, what? What the fuck is happening? And then the uh, the main guy um, meets a woman that he keeps seeing, he has visions of, he, he keeps having these dreams about this woman, and she's got octopus legs, but only two of them, which I thought was the weirdest part. I thought it would make more sense if she had, like, all, oh, like, you know, eight like tentacles but she's only got two tentacles which is grosser for some reason i don't know (laughs) (laughs) like in my head i'm like why is there only two (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna bang an octopus lady i want all tentacles
1: oh of course (laughs) you're getting our anime crowd very excited right now
0: oh yeah live action tentacle porn who knew so um, the movie it bounces around. There are people, it's mostly like like the whole movie is like a long chase of these cultists chasing this guy around. There's a couple good scenes. There's one scene where the the old man who delivers all the plot information has his uh, face ripped off, and that's pretty good. It's all practical effects. Looks really good. And then there's like the horrible CG. It's like 2001 CG with zero budget. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's like PS1 graphics. Just looks so bad. Um, But I don't know. This was probably one of his weaker movies. I don't really know why I watched it for this, but I did. (laughs) I'm like, oh yeah, Dagon, I'll watch that again. Give it another shot. So this one doesn't really hold up uh, compared to some of the other Lovecraft work that uh, Stuart Gordon would do. uh, Reanimator and uh, uh, Castle Freak, which is uh, based on a different Lovecraft story, too. So those are probably better if you want to check those out. Uh, what, what did you watch, Mike?
1: Um, I watched a movie called uh, Fortress. So it's not a horror movie, but it's directed by Stuart Gordon. So this was made in 1992, and it stars Christopher Lambert and Lori Lachlan. And the very beginning of the movie, it t- well, it takes place in 2017, so the very far future. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning of the movie, they're on their way to Canada because they are about to have a baby. And more than one baby is outlawed and you get thrown in jail. So the basically the whole movie is Christopher Lambert trying to uh, eventually save his wife and break out of jail. And it has a, a great cast, like a really good cast. Kurt, Words, Kurt Wood Smith is in it, and he's the dad mm-hmm. from... Uh, that 70 show he's in a Robocop. Uh, Clifton Collins jr. Is in it. And his, uh, he's kind of like, he's not really a main character in a lot of movies, but he's, he's in star Trek. He's in, uh, Capote. He's in that, um, uh, what the hell is the name of it? What's the fucking movie? with the two are boondock saints two? He was in the sequel to boondock saints two. He's in Westworld. Um, but also has uh, Tom Towles, it has Jeffrey Combs, it has Vernon Wells, and it's like a a futuristic jail, and you know people overact, and it's an action movie, so it's all over the top. The, the effects are all practical, and they look fantastic. People's stomachs explode because when you're in a jail, when you first get in there, you swallow a sensor. And Kurtwood Smith is the uh, jail director. And if you're out of line, he can cause it to have uh, intestinal pain or it could explode out of you. And there's a couple of guys who, you know, cross the line and their intestines could just get blown out of their body. And it's fucking awesome looking. So
0: can he force diarrhea?
1: Probably.
0: Because that would be that's it. So
1: Jeffrey Combs oh, no. in it. Jeffrey Combs is in the movie and his name is D-Day and he's kind of like a hippie hacker uh, nerd and he's working on them and he's trying to figure out how they work and everything. And yeah, it's really interesting. Like the movie's really good. I enjoyed this a lot. Um, Like I said, it's not a horror movie, but it's very worth the watch. Christopher Lambert alone is great in it. And Mm -hmm. like he has an accent and I looked up why he has an accent. Because when he was raiding in the Mortal Kombat movie, I was like, he doesn't sound like from America, but he was born in New York. So I don't understand that. But yeah, he's
0: (laughs) (laughs) why he talks like that.
1: Yeah, like (laughs) um, according to IMDb, I guess his father was uh, a United Nations diplomat assigned to Switzerland. And he was educated in Geneva, so that's probably why. But the whole movie, mm. he's like he – like we, like we brought up Simon Pegg earlier. He's like trying to really <laughs> – he has like two different accents throughout this whole thing, and it's it's pretty hysterical. It's a little uh, distracting, but it's 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 a really good movie. I would really recommend it.
0: Is it as good as uh, Sean Connery trying to play a Spaniard Absolutely. with a Scottish accent? <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: No, I was, I was thinking Christopher Lambert and Highland.
1: <laughs> I was really surprised about this. I wasn't going in expecting anything. I I was kind of on IMDb. I'm like, what's some like underrated Stuart Gordon films? And uh, this popped up and I'm like, what the fuck? And I was like, OK, yeah, yeah, this
0: is the first I'm hearing about this. Like, I didn't even write that down in my little Stuart Gordon write up because I'm like, I don't know what that is.
1: Yeah. The IMDb plot, it's it caught me, and I was like, I'm watching this, because it says in a future private underground prison slash fortress, the inmates are computer controlled with CCTV, dream readers, and devices that can cause pain or death. John and his illegally pregnant wife are inside, but want to escape before birth. And it's it's really awesome.
0: Did you watch the sequel Fortress 2?
1: No, I did not, because that movie was made <laughs> eight years later, and nobody returns besides Christopher Lambert. <laughs>
0: Oh man, this looks bad. I'm just going to watch Fortress 2. <laughs> okay. I'm going skip the first the one. The one that
1: doesn't have Stuart Gordon attached whatsoever. <laughs> Got
0: it. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, So, Shane, did you want to mention uh, Reanimator or uh, one of the other ones?
2: Yeah, we'll do Reanimator. I'll give that a chat. Um, obviously, we've talked about it before, but it's just one of those classic movies that everybody loves. Um, and basically, in a nutshell, um, if Ziggy can get out of the way of the screen, yeah, thanks, dude. Yeah, can you move. Hello, move. Nope. <sighs> well, I would talk about reanimator um, and like give you the uh, insight, but my cat has other ideas. Oh, hang on, he's moved enough. Right, obsessed with the idea of overcoming the obstacle of death, and determined to vindicate himself by backing up his theory. The ambitious medical student, Herbert West, arrives in New England after the horrific incident at the Institute of Medicine in Switzerland. Before long, Herbert will pick up where he left off, first experimenting with dead feline tissue, thingy, take note, and then with (laughs) human cadavers. Talking his his septic roommate, Dan Kane, into joining his audacious project Inevitably, as the two young scientists burrow deeper and deeper into uncharted territories, the campus will start brimming with West's reanimated corpses. Catching the eye of his arch-nemesis, Dr. Hill, who yearns to take credit for the sustaining discovery, the dead will rise again, even with a bit of help. However, can the young reanimator harness the power of its phosphorescent green region? <clears throat> so basically, he goes around, a lot of people end up getting killed, he brings them all back, and it all goes tits up. Yep. In a nutshell. And it's got your girlfriend not... in it, Mike. Wait, what'd you say? I said it's got your girlfriend in it. She yes.
1: She you know, she's been in a lot of stuff lately. She keeps asking me, She's like, Hey, should I do this movie? Should I do that movie? I'm like, you know, you're a grown woman, you can do whatever you want. And so
0: But you support her. Of
1: course I support her.
2: She's big, my good number man. one. You're a, good, you're a good man. She's
1: my queen bee. Yeah.
2: Do you do you support her financially?
1: Of course. You know, what what could go wrong with an unemployed engineer? You know, I mean... I have to look over all of her accounts. Yeah, of course you
0: do. I hope you like ring pops and... uh <laughs> and cheese and balls. And yeah. <laughs> cheese balls and ring pops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought of ring pops. i
1: need to too high, but that's what made me laugh. I didn't say anything about <laughs> ring pops.
0: I know, but it sounds like something you would have bought on your on your shopping list. On the top of the list. Ring pops. <laughs> I, bought, I bought enough ring pops for every finger. <laughs> oh boy.
2: <laughs>
0: oh God. Uh I love reanimator, man. That's that's definitely one of my favorites. That's that's probably Stuart Gordon's best
1: so um, I'm gonna sidetrack real quick since we're talking about reanimator yeah, yeah. bride of reanimator now yeah. first time I watched it I loved it the gore in it it's fantastic second time mm-hmm. I watched it wasn't a big fan is that just me mm-hmm. or do you guys like equally love the sequel
0: uh, I won't say equal uh, like I like it uh, Brian Usna yeah. that one mm-hmm. he's he's awesome too he does a lot of great stuff uh, him and Stuart Gordon collaborate all the time. Um, I think it's not as good uh there's good stuff in it, and they actually took some thing more things that were in the uh in the actual lovecraft stories and uh they uh, put them in bride uh as opposed to just the regular one but I don't know i it doesn't have the charm i think yeah. and that's the big thing the first one has is that it's not just it, it's not just gory. And like horrific, but it's also hilarious, and like you have a lot of fun watching that one. I think the second one is not as much fun. It's more over the top effects, yeah, crazy gore. You know, there's no decapitated head. Yeah, uh, performing oral sex on uh, <laughs> on Barbara Crampton. So <laughs> that's a big selling point. A big detriment. Yeah. <laughs> Now, how about, since we're talking about it, how about Beyond Reanimator?
1: Never seen it.
0: Okay. It, uh, it's definitely crap. Um. <laughs>
1: okay. It's starting off good. But there's
0: so, yeah, there's some awesome scenes in it. Like really? there's a couple, re- yeah, there's, you know, the, the, whole, the whole movie itself doesn't really work, but, like, there's some great individual scenes that you're like, oh my god, that effect is fucking insane. So is it, I know
1: it was maybe, it um, was like 2003?
0: Yeah, what? something like that.
1: Is it, like, practical no. or?
0: Yeah, yeah, most mm. of it is. There's a couple little CGI things, but it's more like um, uh, there's a dancing scene with a cut-off penis and a mouse, I think. <laughs> That's not.
1: <laughs> so, Brian Yusin did that one, too. Uh, did he? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. But I just, every time I think of Brian Yusin, I just think of society. and.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You gotta do a Brian Usena episode. We do. <laughs> I like classic that was funny.
1: Yeah. He did. Brian Usena did do Beyond Reanimator. He directed it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man. Yeah. It's it's worth watching. Uh like I said, it's not a good movie, but if you like Jeffrey Combs is great in it because you know, he's Jeffrey. Coates. Holy
1: cow. Elsa Pataki's
0: in it. Who's that?
1: She is married to Chris Hemsworth, and she is in most of the Fast and the Furious movies later in the franchise.
0: Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. But if if um, Beyond Reanimator did well, they were going to make a, a fourth one. Was uh, he supposed to be like the president made. or something? Yeah, it was gonna be called House of Reanimator. And from what I remember, at one point William H. Macy was attached to it to be the president. <laughs> but all I could think of was how ridiculous the movies had gotten. Like with like like I said, like a dancing penis. And like <laughs> like that's that's gonna be involved with William H. Macy. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. But I wouldn't be too out of his ballpark if he was doing Shameless. So
0: oh, Yeah. So <laughs> I wish I wish that happened, man, but I don't think that's ever going to happen now. Uh, <laughs> I think we've passed the time of re And here. you know
1: Jeffrey Combs would be on board with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he would totally I, get I, on board with that.
0: The first time I met him, it was probably like, shit. I don't know. It must have been like 2006, maybe 2005, 2006, or somewhere around there. So it was after Beyond had come out, and I remember asking him about a follow up. He's like, "Oh yeah, we're working on it." And he like told me he's like, "Yeah, this was like this wasn't you know an online article or something." He was like, "Oh yeah, we're we're it's gonna be in the White House. It's gonna be called House of the Animator. It's gonna be great." Polymage, I'm like, oh my God! Oh my God! I don't think he mentioned that. <laughs> that would have been awesome. He's at a horror convention <laughs> in fucking in Worcester, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, but anyway, back to Stuart Gordon. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be missed. I loved a lot of his movies. Uh, Castle Freak was always good. Another, of course, <laughs> you got um, King of the Ants. Uh, Barbara Cram- yeah, Barbara Crampton, King of the Ants. That's good in that one. <laughs> Robot Jocks.
1: Never seen uh, Robot Jacks,
0: really. Yeah. I think that might have been a Mr. <clears throat> Science Theater one on that, really, or something. Oh man, you know, I gotta check that Robot out. Robot Jacks or something else. Um, Robot Jacks is a weird movie because it's like some like it's stop motion. Okay, it's not CG of the robots, mm-hmm. but it's done really well, and. It, it, there's so much boring shit in between the awesome scenes that you're just like, oh, God, just get to it. Just fucking make something cool happen. So, yeah, it's a weird movie.
1: Seeing uh, Stuart Gordon's filmography ugh, on IMDb as a writer, so he wrote Honey I Shrunk the Kids in '89. He then, based on his characters, they made Honey I Blew Up the Kid in 1992. And then it goes, you know, a little while. And then 1997, Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. What? Yes. And that was based I on characters. Then, in 1997 to 2000, based on his characters, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, of the TV show. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> How the hell was that on for three seasons? I don't know. 66 episodes. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> You know Rick Moranis was not involved in that.
1: I Yeah, I doubt it.
0: Who'd they get? I gotta see who the guy is. They
1: got <laughs> Peter Scolari.
0: Scalar. Oh, Damn you, IMDB.
1: Dragging me in. Scalar- oh yeah, him. I remember this guy. Yeah, he's in that, yeah. that thing you do. It's a good movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, Sir Gordon's great. So, yeah, go back and watch his movies while you're trapped inside quarantine, everybody.
1: He did Space a couple, he did a space s- Truckers.
0: Space Truckers. That sounds good.
1: PG-13. Is that- a space trucker PG- and his cute fiance are on their way from a space station to Earth when an un- with an unknown cargo. When space pirates hijack them, 5,000 disintegrator robots are found in the cargo. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay? <laughs> 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 I gotta watch that. <clears throat> we should had Kurt Russell in it.
1: Val's a huge fan of Dolls. She loves. Oh, okay. Dolls. Yeah, we we're gonna watch that <clears throat> last night actually. But yeah, it's Dolls. You know, Reanimator, uh, Castle Freak's great. I love Castle Freak.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a gross movie. Yeah. When he like breaks his ankle and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, Ugh. that's a Full Moon movie. Amazingly, yeah,
1: that's like one of my favorite Full Moon movies because you gotta tell you, I'm not a huge fan of Full Moon. <laughs> Besides, probably um, the best thing <laughs> What's the other one they did? What's that vampire movie they did? Oh, Subspecies. Subspecies
0: is great. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, those and and actually that last Puppet Master was really good. Yeah. It's uh That was good. I was surprised. Was that full moon? It has to be. Charles Band owns that shit. He wouldn't give that up. No. You know, he's got that locked down. <laughs> But okay, well, let's. um, What do we have? We had a little leftovers of some hammer shit that we had planned for like three episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: guys, I actually didn't choose a hammer movie because um, I couldn't find one I wanted to watch. Talk yeah. about. So. Did
0: you pick an Amicus one? Oh well. Amicus. No. Oh.
2: <laughs> All right then. Yeah.
0: <laughs> The rival. Okay. Well, maybe you'll know some of these, Shane. Possibly. Um, I don't... So, I think I talked about this one already, Die, Die, My Darling. Um, So, I'm going to skip that. If I didn't talk about it, then that's a shame because that is a ridiculous plot, but I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, So, another one I watched was Captain Clegg, a.k.a. AKA Night Creatures, from 1962. It was directed by Peter Graham, who mostly did TV work and stuff. But he had a couple movies under his belt. Uh, and this movie absolutely has that classic Hammer feeling. It takes place in, like, the 1800s and everybody's old-timey. It's got Peter Cushing in it because, of course, it's got a bunch of, you know, Hammer regulars that are in all those movies. Oliver Reed, as too, you, huh? Yeah, yep. As as you watch these, you see the same faces all, like, every time there's somebody in the background, you're like, that's the guy that's in every one of these fucking movies. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, it's it's a it's mostly about a um, a captain of the Royal Navy arrives on this small town. I don't know if it's an island or it's like a little isolated peninsula place. I forgot where it was, and um, he's looking for bootleggers. There's been there's been rumors that somebody has been selling spirits in the area, uh, and and there's like this underlying there's there's ghosts that live out on the marsh and they they ride horses and they attack people and people disappear and stuff. Um, and so this captain's like investigating this town and you know, he knows something's going on, but it turns out that the, the, the priest that runs the town, Peter Cushing is actually a pirate, um, named Captain Clegg who supposedly died, but he just started dressing up as a priest and now runs a bootlegging outfit, uh, selling rum and shit. So, and and, like the whole town is full of criminals and, but everybody's hiding, trying to pretend that they're, you know, they're doing the right thing and it's pretty good there's there's a bunch of back and forth in it there's no really good horror stuff that's going on in the movie i mean it's it's well acted and it's paced pretty well um so it it it's an interesting watch but i don't know that i'd recommend it for a horror movie oh wow but it, it's it's one hundred percent like that hammer feeling. I mean, it, 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 towards the end of the movie, it, it honestly turns into a swashbuckling movie. Like a, <laughs> Peter Cushing swinging on a chandelier, and he's got a sword, and they're sword fighting, and that's awesome. <laughs>
1: that's so awesome. From
0: that aspect, you're like, oh yeah, that's awesome, but it's not really like a horror movie. <laughs> horror movie. So yeah, I'd say check this one out. It's a, it's a fucking weird one Sweet. in the hammer lineup. Well, the the other downside was, so I got my uh, my Blu-ray of this thing. And the cover is fucking amazing. It's all these skeletons on top of horses and shit. And you're like Captain Clegg. I'm like, oh, cool. Is it like ghost pirates? I don't know what's going on. And then you put the movie, and you're like, oh no, it's <laughs> it's this guy running from the navy. God damn it, <laughs> they got me. But the ghost the ghosts are the the pirates dressed up as skeletons riding horses. You're like, oh okay.
1: Yeah, that that's man tough. that's totally it sounds hammer. Just looking up a couple of pictures on IMDb. Like the first photo is like pure hammer, dude. It's just like I could totally tell what you're saying when you're like got that hammer feel.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know you're watching a hammer movie. <clears throat> so, what about you, Mike? What'd you watch? Um,
1: I watched The Devil Rides Out because I wanted to pick something that wasn't, you know, vampires or Frankenstein or <clears throat> so, Devil Rides Out, which took me by surprise, is that it takes place in quote-unquote modern times. So, it takes place in like 1968, I believe. Um, so, yeah, it's it's really simple premise. So, it's basically devil worshippers trying to convert two new people. One, his name is Simon. Another one is Tanith. And in the very beginning of the movie, Christopher Lee uh, goes to visit his buddy, Simon, with his other buddy, Rex. And they go into his house and they see that Simon has, is having a party. And Christopher Lee's like, well, what the fuck? Why wasn't I invited? You know, and he goes up to. <laughs> yeah, why well, Wouldn't you invite Christopher <laughs> Lee? Of course, I'd invite Christopher Lee. And um, so Christopher Lee kind of finds that Simon may be tampering with uh the dark arts. And it's pretty neat because they go upstairs and Christopher Lee's like, Well, I want to see your telescope and Simon's like, Ah, okay. And they go upstairs and they see a couple of chickens in a basket and the floor has like like a pentagram on the bottom of it. And it's just like, it's really neat the way that they're setting up how it's like an astronomy club that Simon's having like a party with. And they like want Christopher Lee and his buddy Rex out of there because it has to be 13 people. And he's basically getting initiated and he's getting, he's kind of like selling his soul to the devil. And throughout the whole movie, the leader of that like quote unquote astronomy club is trying to get simon and tanith to join them but christopher lee that's simon's buddy you know so christopher lee's like no you're not taking my buddy he's not selling the soul to the devil so yeah it just i mean it's a terrence fisher directed hammer film you kind of know what you're getting but i was really surprised at how much i like this the acting's really well it's a Pure, 100% horror movie. The whole movie is them trying to get Simon and Tanith and Christopher Lee's doing everything in his awesome power not to have that happen. It has some horrible effects. There's a giant (laughs) spider at one point that, you know, that's just been enlarged. It's all blurry and shitty looking, and I loved it. (laughs) It's just, oh, man, it's so cool. But, yeah, I, I really recommend this one. You know, it doesn't have Peter Cushing in it or anything, but... Everything's all hammed up and just awesome. So, yeah, there's uh, there's a shot of the devil. He's in one of the scenes, and he's just kind of like the makeup is so bad. It's like a dude wearing a mask with some makeup on it, and it looks like he's smiling. I'm like, man, this guy looks like he's pretty nice, and he's like having a good time. It's like Satan. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's cool. It made 1968. So, yeah, it's, it's a great movie. I, I enjoyed it a lot.
0: Is this the one that ends with, uh, like, a, a sacrifice? They're trying to, like, sacrifice the girl? Yes. Or... So it ends <laughs>
1: – so oh, I guess the movie's like, over 50 years old. So it ends with time travel. So there's time travel elements in that and Christopher Lee's like God <laughs> he's like he's like God reverse time just for us <laughs> And it's like no one died besides the they're like desperately trying to explain what happened and, and Christopher Lee's like Yeah God reversed time And one guy was like Oh my god And Christopher Lee's like Yes that's who we have to thank for this <laughs> And I was like oh Yeah absolutely <laughs> really just go for it and his buddy Rex like he's a great actor and it's like he did everything he could it was really fun but like, that character sucks. They, Christopher Lee trusts him to, like, keep an eye on, like, two people in this movie. And he's either, like, fallen asleep or he almost gets killed. He, like, loses a girl. And he goes on, like, a car chase. And it's just, like, he's like this clumsy asshole who can't do anything that he's told.
0: <laughs> but it's, it's, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I get this one confused with To the Devil a Daughter because uh, they—it's Christopher Lee, Satan. There's like a whole bunch of similarities, right. similarities going on. I think I watched them like back to back once, and that fucked me up even more. Because <laughs> so I'm like, oh no, I don't know which one this is.
1: <laughs> awesome, yeah, that's a good move. I was gonna talk about *Plague of the Zombies* because I—the oh first time I watched that it, it was on a 24-hour uh, horror convention I usually go to called the Massacre, and I just got off work. And I went to the theater and I met Val up there and I fell asleep. I was like, fuck. So we tried watching it. She bought it because she loves the movie. She bought it on Blu-ray and then we tried watching it again. I would say a few months ago and like, I loved it, but I fell asleep again because I, that's like, I always fall asleep during movies. I'm one of those guys, but yeah, I was going to talk about that and rewatch it because from what I saw, I loved it, but I just can't really talk about it because it's sleepy.
0: Yeah, that's one of my absolute favorites. It doesn't have Cushing or Lee in it, uh, but it, it is fucking amazing. I, that's like... It's it's so Hammer. It's so good. The sets are so good. Yeah. Like the, the whole cemetery and there's like a mine that the zombies are going through and there's like tons of zombies. It's not just like, you know, some of these... I forgot what was that one movie I watched. I think it was um, the, Rep, the Reptile or something. Hmm. And it, it's another Hammer one about a... Uh, person that turns into a snake or something—I <laughs> don't know—that one. wasn't <laughs> That sounds as good. about right. Yeah, yeah, uh, and you know something like that compared to Plague of the Zombies, Plague of the Zombies all day. It's it's great.
1: It's just those man, those Hammer movies are just so uh, like kind of going back to what you said. That feel of it is just—I I don't get that feel from a lot of other horror movies. Like even if. I'm not going to say I have my blinders on to a lot of Hammer movies, but, like, you just kind of immediately fall in love with a Hammer film. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just something about it that even if it's bad, like, it's still great because Christopher Lee or Peter Cushing or even Oliver Reed are just, like, overacting, and they're putting, like, they're all into <laughs> yeah. these movies, you know? And it's just, man, they're just they're so, so good. They're so they're stupid. Fighting.
0: They're fighting a goddamn Medusa. <laughs> yeah. Christopher Lee's... <laughs> Like
1: at in. one point, in Devil rides out, the angel of Death comes, and Christopher Leeds puts his hands on his chest, and he recites something and just and they just keep like showing this dude in a mask, riding a horse through a house, and they keep like. Fast forwarding and reversing the horse movement because they probably had the horse for like five minutes before he got freaked out so they had to keep using the same footage over and over again and I'm like man this is awesome <laughs> you know I mean? it looks so bad <laughs> it's just it's so good dude like ugh. so maybe I do yeah, have my having... blinders on with hammer movies I don't know
0: yeah maybe what, what do you think Shane you, you you probably grew up more with hammer than we did.
2: Is that, are you insinuating it? it's because I'm out? Yes.
0: Uh, and British. Yeah,
2: you can't. Um, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I used, to, I used to love watching all that. Um, Devil Rides Out, you know, I think that, I, didn't watch, I watched that a few months back because Horror Channel in the UK, what they have a tendency to do is put a lot of the classic Hammer movies on during the day, um, which is fucking awesome when you wake up and you're like, I feel like watching a movie, but I can't be bothered to go through the movie collection. So you put on the horror channel and you're like, fuck me, it's Devil's Ride Out. Or to the Devil a Daughter" and all that kind of stuff. And this is like fucking 10 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> which is awesome. But yeah, they, I mean, all of them, they're cheesy classics. And you can't fault them, really, especially for their time. Because I mean, obviously, the way you described the reusing of certain footage and how they used to do the um the nighttime scenes kind of late in the afternoon
1: (laughs) i I mentioned that (laughs) i mentioned that because during this like sacrifice one of the scenes and devil rides out like it's clearly afternoon and they like they pitched it so it looks like moonlight but then they like they go to the other scene where those guys are like selling their soul and it's like pitch black outside so they got pitch black for those scenes, when I think
2: The moon shining in the sky. And all that kind of stuff. It's <laughs> oh, awesome. It's so great. But there's so much to love about hammer moons. Especially the early, early stuff.
1: Yeah. Those, like, oh, man. Those, like, Christopher, like, Christopher Lee's the quintessential Dracula, in my eyes. Yeah. Like, honestly. Peter Cushing and, oh, man. You just can't beat that. They should have a streaming service just for Hammer films. There's so many.
0: Yeah, there's. There, if you look them up, because I think there's a good list on uh, on Wikipedia. I think has like a whole list of just all the Hammer movies. There's like like five thousand. It's crazy. if you
1: look at just Terrence Fisher's. Uh, if you go to IMDb and just look up how many directing credits this guy has. Like, oh dude, he's got 64 directing credits, and I shit you not, they're probably almost all fucking
2: Hammer.
0: Yeah, he was their go-to. Yeah. <clears throat> oh,
2: I didn't realize that. I'm actually looking at the Hammer website now, funnily enough. Because cool. you've got news on there that's features, filming, TV, DVD books, comics, theater, news, Music. music. But Music?
0: Oh, like soundtracks?
2: Possibly. I'm going to have a look in a Ooh, second. wait a second. That the film Music. The Lodge that was due to come out on February the 7th is a Hammer movie.
0: Wait, which one, Shane?
2: The Lodge. Yeah, I mentioned that last time. Did you? Yeah. I did, I... Were you here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's Man, the these are really movie. cheap. The Hammer Legacy Frankenstein collection. Five, six pounds? I don't know what that is to fucking... That's, five,
2: that's six pounds. That's about sure. $9. I don't know. what, Like nine freedom units? Nine freedom units. So yeah, I'm looking at the soundtracks and they've <laughs> got soundtracks for The Studio That Drip Blood, Let Me In, <laughs> Frankenstein Collection, Science Fiction, The Vampire Collection.
1: If you go to what? buy product, it transfers you to IMDb, or IMDb, Am- I've been drinking. It transfers yeah, you Lord. to Amazon. I've only had two beers and I am like tanked. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't drank in a while and I'm like on my second beer and I'm like slurring words. I'm pathetic. But they have the audio CD of some of them on Amazon.
2: See, they've got right. They've got the Twins of Evil soundtrack on vinyl for twenty two ninety nine. Oh my
0: God! Stop. Twins of Evil. Yeah, and that. Listen, <laughs> if you want to watch a movie and finish it with a raging boner, <laughs> that's the movie to watch. You don't and say. The,
2: the, the soundtrack for sixteen point nine. The Woman in
0: Black soundtrack
2: for seven point nine. Twins of Evil,
1: eh?
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll look it up. Wait till you see the, the pictures. <laughs> You're gonna go, holy shit!
1: Twins of Evil, nineteen seventy one.
0: Ooh. Yeah, that's worth a watch. I think Cushing's in that one. (laughs) Yeah, it's worth a watch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Damn. That's going to be... That's going to take me a while to watch. One dude looks like Jimmy Fallon.
2: (laughs) A young Jimmy Fallon. A
1: 1971 Jimmy Fallon.
2: Oh my god. What I find hilarious is that they're selling... The DVD of Let Me In for two (laughs) pounds. What? Yeah, no. Just Uh, selling an arrow print of Water Mass in the Pit. I know it's not.
1: That's what I think about horror movies, dude. Like their tits are just like always out. Uh, What? Like, come on, any horror movie. Any Hammer movie, like, their boobs are just over... Oh, yeah. And they're just, like, there's nothing left of the imagination.
0: Yeah, like, that's what was going on in the 1800s? I I somehow doubt it.
1: Yeah, I know. Like, what, what was it? Was it the... I think it was Weird Al Yankovic, his Amish paradise, and, like, the two kids instead of reading a Playboy... They like they see a woman in like Amish clothes, and she's like lifting up her pant leg like a little bit, and they're like, "Whoa, yeah.
0: <laughs> those <shows her> are ankle." <laughs>
1: yeah, that's what was going on during the eighteen hundreds.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I did watch one other one uh, I wanted to mention, um, "Fear in the Night," nineteen seventy two, and this one was directed by Jimmy Sangster. Uh, who also did *Horror Frankenstein* and *Lust for a Vampire*? Two other British classics. Um, so, a woman, uh, Judy Geeson, has a terrifying event involving a one-armed man, and she like goes nuts. But nobody believes her that this actually happened. Uh, so her husband does the only logical thing and brings her to a super fucking creepy closed-down boys' school. What? Yes, right. <laughs> Like, this woman's freaking out. I'll bring her to this, like, haunted mansion, essentially.
1: So it's a giallo movie.
0: <laughs> so eventually, you know, she meets the headmaster of the school, played by Peter Cushing, who, funnily enough, uh, only has one arm. Uh-oh. And, oh. <laughs> so, Man, I'm starting to put the pieces um, together here. Yeah, right. Uh, so Cushing's wife is played by Joan Collins, who does a solid performance being, like, the craziest bitch you've ever seen, just like. <laughs> a horrible person so good um but she keeps having saying this guy's coming after me and i keep getting attacked and blah 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 and nobody believes her um and then you're like wait is this lady going crazy because then she starts to actually lose her mind you're like are these attacks real is this something that she's like some vision she's having or something is there something supernatural going on and she keeps hearing all these like little kids playing but there's like no kids in the school obviously Um, and I don't want to give away the ending, but there's a bunch of twists that happen towards the end of the movie, and it has a pretty damn cool ending. Um, some great stuff in it. Cushing is amazing, because obviously, why wouldn't he be? Uh, the the movie's definitely a product of the 70s. Like, the good and the bad that comes along with that, it's slow in some places. It doesn't, like, you know, keep you going. I actually fell asleep the first time I watched it, because there's, like, a stretch probably at, like... I don't know, the half hour mark where you're just like, oh, my God, something happened. And like she's just wandering through a school forever. Um, Overall, uh, I would recommend it uh, mostly because it's not your usual hammer stuff that you get. It doesn't have that hammer feeling that I was describing where you're like, oh, yeah, the classic hammer movie with the sets and the same goddamn castle that's in every fucking movie. (laughs) Whenever we're watching a hammer movie. Elise is like, "That's the same fucking castle in every every one of these movies." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, yeah, they only have one set." <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like what they? they got to use what they got.
0: Yeah. So, uh but yeah, Fear in the Night is good. Um and yeah, I, I don't want really want to spoil it, but yeah, there's some there's some flip-floppy shit that happens in the movie and you're like, "Oh, okay. It wasn't exactly what I was expecting." Sweet. So check it. Check it out. All right, fellas. What what else do we got left? Anything else on here? Or can we, I don't can think I, so. Can I get to my taquitos?
2: <sighs> I'm going
1: to finish these cheese balls. and it's, I'm going to tell you, it's not going to be pretty. The
0: whole can? Can you eat a whole can in one sitting?
1: Dude, I had that for breakfast today. Oh, don't insult me that team, way. Do
0: you put milk in it? Like? <laughs>
1: No, I uh I I have the planner's cheese balls, the little guy. Sure. And um I put all my black licorice jelly beans into there because I don't like black licorice and I and I got to talk to the people who <laughs> do the jelly beans because black licorice who enjoys black licorice. Nobody does. Yeah, we, Nobody. We got to put a stop to this. This is nonsense.
0: It's 2020.
2: And David. Even
1: Iggy even Iggy agrees. <laughs> Man, Six I gotta, it's two o'clock and <laughs> I can't have any more beer because my God. So I read that uh, quarantine rules are the same as airport rules where you can get drunk at 9 a.m. Oh, and it's OK. Sure. It's fine.
2: Yeah, you really are starting to sound slightly inebriated, actually. Mark.
1: Yeah, I'm feeling it. I got some. Uh, They're not White Claws, so don't judge me. But I bought some 6% alcohol cans of fruited alcohol that's in my fridge. <laughs> so I'm going to gonna take some of those down.
0: <laughs> fruited alcohol. <laughs> oh,
2: you know, Mike's off his tits. And he's had oh, two my cans, God. I,
0: I went to... I'm- we, we, we did a – I did a uh, a pickup at a brewery yesterday, actually. you Like, ahead of time, you place an order online. They get your whole package together. You pull in the parking lot. You call them up and say, hey, I'm here. They, <laughs> that sounds super shady. No, listen. Too, they come out. There? They put – the guy puts, you know, the, the, the beer that you ordered, he puts it on a table, and then, like, he walks away, and then I go and take it off the table and put it in the car. <laughs> And I got there, and the guy I was like, "Oh yeah, he's hey, how's it going?" He's like, "Oh hey, thanks for coming, blah blah blah." And he's like, "Hey, I gave you an extra six pack." I'm like, "Fucking what? Yes, free six. That's packs. awesome, dude. What uh, what beer? Uh, this is Black Hog Brewing in Oxford, Connecticut. And um, awesome. Uh, what did I get a free one of? Uh, I think it was the swag, which is their summer wheat something grapefruit. Summer wheat something grapefruit. I don't know what the rest is
1: i'm um, enjoying an indiana beer mm. um they are three floyds
0: Ooh, three out floyds. of indiana three floyds is great yes you've had it mm-hmm. where uh i don't know the west coast somewhere <laughs> they're they're in midwest okay well, i've had three floyds before they make that bubble gum <laughs> well, right they make Gumball Gumball, head, yes. that's what I'm thinking
1: of. Yeah, see? <laughs> make, yes, I've, I've, I'm drinking Gumball Head bubble gum. I'm drinking Gumball Head, and I had a Robert the Bruce. And Robert the Bruce is my favorite. So all of our three, if we can get sponsored by Three Floyds.
0: Oh, yeah. Definitely. So. The official, <laughs> have them send me some. They'll be the official beer of the podcast. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that's all I got, though.
0: I also got, Mike, I know you were just talking shit about White Claw. But uh, Black Hog makes a seltzer now. So I did get one six pack of their tea uh, cherry seltzer.
2: Ooh, and
1: is that is that what they're called? Seltzers? The,
0: that's how this is advertised. A hard seltzer or whatever you want to call it. Seltzer is like it's just alcohol. It's not beer. It's not beer. Uh, I don't know how they make it, but <laughs> okay. it, it's pretty mild and it's nice. So, yeah. And then I drank a six pack last night playing Borderlands and woke up hungover. Oh,
1: man, six pack would fuck me up, dude. So it,
0: yeah, <gasps> that was probably a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to go to work
1: still. At least I got no, an not, excuse, I'm, man. Yeah,
0: I got to go to work on Monday. Today is Sunday, Mike. I just want to let you know that.
1: The days don't mean anything to me anymore. (laughs)
0: You've been out of work for not even a day. (laughs) Two
1: days. (laughs) Two days. My last day was Friday. So I hope I don't get called. Like, I'm going to enjoy this nine-week vacation in a way, but I'm going to put my resume out there anyway, and I kind of like, I hope they don't call me back, but I I do. (laughs) So there's my story.
0: I just picture Mike laying (laughs) on top of a pile of empty planters cans. <laughs> uh, have you had black jelly beans everywhere? <laughs> hey, <laughs> rings.
1: Have you had the planter's cheese balls?
0: Oh my god, Mike, gross
1: they're so good. They're so good. Listen, I usually get the big uh, uh, I was gonna say glug, but I don't think that's a word. The big uh, uh, jug of cheese balls from like Joel, which is like a Midwest food chain store, and they're okay. But these planter's cheese balls, Val got me on them. And she's like, you got to try these. You know, they're from like, and I see them in the like 80s movies. You're like playing cheese balls on the rack. Oh, yeah. And they brought them back, bro.
0: Man. I know. I've had them. (sighs) (laughs) That's what I I got my family for Christmas. I gave everybody a can of cheese balls. And they were like, they were like, where did you get these? Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Man, they're so good. I can't wait to have that other can. All
0: right. Well, let's leave Mike to his cheese ball, Shane um uh, yeah so we can get out of here so if you want to get a hold of the podcast uh yeah, our gmail is all you need is bloodpod at gmail.com our facebook group all you need is blood the instagram account all you need is blood podcast and if you want to get a hold of me i'm on twitter at ryan Tutelo. on instagram all you need ryan and probably oh, on facebook probably and the uh upcoming <laughs> horror movies.com message board. oh god <laughs> Shane, I'm going to go to you while Mike is choking.
1: (laughs) That was alarming.
2: (laughs)
0: How about your contact, Shane?
2: Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) um, Social distancing. Don't talk to him. (laughs) (laughs) Six feet. Six feet. Yeah, I'm not going to fucking say anything, man. Screw you all. Stay away. Um, No, uh, you can find me on Instagram... Um, Ging 74. And uh, you can find me on Twitter as at dead cell society. I'm also on the, all you need is blood podcast group on Facebook. So there you go. Yes.
1: And I am on the Instagram page oh. of all you need is all you need is blood podcast, which I run. And then I am on the forum upcoming horror movies, To go to the forum because there's a lot of good guys on there, and then I am on the Facebook group of upcomingmemories.com. I'm the moderator, one of the moderators. Shane's another moderator. Ryan's not, not, but he'll be promoted. He'll be promoted. I
0: don't want it. I see how it is over there. I don't (laughs) want it. And then I am
1: on the "All You Need Is Blood" Facebook group as well.
0: Awesome. All right, fellas. Well, thanks for getting together during this time of quarantine. We managed to, uh, instead of our usual all taking flights to Greenland and recording live, we managed to get this episode Skyped, so.
1: (laughs) What? are you (laughs) (laughs) about? Greenland?
0: It's in between.
1: Uh, We'd be cold. Did you know Greenland (laughs) is called Greenland and Iceland is called Iceland? Do you know why?
0: Oh my god. Yeah, I did know Iceland was called Iceland. I was familiar with that.
1: Well, no, but do you know why? (laughs) Because Iceland is green green and Greenland is cold. So during the Viking times, the Vikings lied to people so they wouldn't go to Iceland. So they named it Iceland to lie to them. So they'd go to Greenland and they got to Greenland. They all died. (laughs) That's amazing. I'm sweating. I got to take a shower. <laughs> right, I got to go. <laughs> it's so hot in here. I don't know if I was going to blink it on.
0: <laughs> oh, this is amazing. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And, uh, yeah, uh, I guess I'll just say bye for now.
2: Bye. bye. Oh, oh, I am covered in sweat.